It was um, it was the Calumet Farms 12 year of college football games, which is to say everybody talks about how good it is, and then it sucks. Welcome to the Speakeasy Sports Show. Time to pull up a seat, pour a glass, and talk some ball. Here's your hosts, Daniel and John. Welcome, everybody, to the Speakeasy Sports Show. He is John. I am Daniel. And we're talking about the college football playoff national championship game. It is Michigan. It is Washington. John, how are you this evening? Happy New Year to you. Ha- Happy New Year. I hope everyone uh, had had a great holiday and really thoroughly enjoyed two fantastic and very, oh, very different college football semifinals I, these games could not have been more different um but the uh the drama at the end was was oddly relatively the same which is which is wild yeah um, it's true it's true um Alabama Michigan goes to overtime um in a game that looked like Alabama had it locked up Michigan claws its way back fights to overtime ends up winning the game in overtime and then uh, Texas Washington in the game Washington looked like it had locked up Texas claws and fights its way back but comes up just short on a on a fade ball to ad Mitchell in the corner of the end zone that um, he gets swatted away by the Washington DB uh, and a great play by him and a great win for the huskies um, John which game which game do you want to start with I think we should start with Alabama and Michigan I think that was you know um Build as being the traditional powerhouse Rose Bowl, all the pageantry, all the drama. Yeah, Daniel, this was a garbage football game. <laughs> what a turd of a it game, was, man! It was such a like a poorly executed football game, poorly like poorly coached and called football game. Uh, by all measures, it was a terrible football game yeah but somehow it ended up being an overtime seven point win uh drama everything at the end that you want from college football which is just i don't know how this happens but it's just wild yeah it was um it was the calumet farms 12 year of college football games which is to say everybody talks about how good it is and then it sucks um but but in the end you drink it anyway because it's because you got it it's on the shelf and so you got it so you'll drink it um and 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 if you drink enough of it you get what you want from it which is it still it (laughs) still gets the job done it still gets the job done. it's just not worth all the hype um by the way thank you to everybody who is uh checking out the show listening watching subscribe uh if you haven't to the youtube channel already we got lots of College football, lots of college basketball content. We got some conference previews. We're getting into conference season of college basketball, so we got a lot of that. A lot more bourbon, a lot more whiskey content coming. And uh, so if you're a fan of any of those things, subscribe to the show. Happy to have you here. Um, I think to me, John, the bigger story in this game is, is, is not the cheating and it's not, you know, the Alabama Nick Saban falling short is the dynasty over is the whatever. Th- those those to me are secondary stories. I think the bigger story to me 
is J.J. McCarthy, uh, Blake Corum, and the Michigan Wolverines finally getting over the hump and getting the college football playoff win that they have have you know shot for. This is the only team to make the playoff for three straight seasons in a row for the last three seasons. Not Georgia, yep. not Alabama, not Ohio State. Michigan's the only team to make the playoff for the last three seasons in a row. And um, they finally get their win, and now they've got the, the date set with Washington to try to play for a national championship. But to me, that's the lead story. I'm happy for those guys. Now, the Michigan offense did not look good. It did, it did not look good at all. But in the end, it was that Michigan offense and Blake Corum and J.J. McCarthy uh, making some timely throws, you know, finding some guys when he needed to on that last drive and in overtime – uh, they got the job done. Yeah, and I think you know the the thing the thing for Michigan that I that got them over the hump. I think there were two things. Number one, um, Alabama got really bad quarterback play from Jalen Milrow, which helped tremendously. I mean, uh, throwing for 116 yards is not going to get it done. In is that a, not good? That's not not good. 288 yards of total offense. But I but I do think um, JJ McCarthy and Blake Corum. What Michigan did, what it was finally able to do, um, Jim Harbaugh has built has been building a physical football team based on establishing the run and being able to make explosive plays when they need to make it. It's how they beat Ohio State uh, for a couple of years in a row now, um, and they were finally able to to come up against a team that made enough mistakes and that didn't have just to be honest, didn't have the skill players on the offense to 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 outscore Michigan. Um, and they were able to take that brand of football and actually make it work. And so kudos to those guys. Um, I thought that on both sides of the ball that Michigan punched Alabama in the mouth. I think that's the way that you beat this Alabama team. It's a way that you traditionally beat Alabama um, outside of a couple of their teams that they've had. But uh, kudos to them, to those guys, because, yep. again, you know, it's um, – I think the, the mental hurdle that you have to get over when you've – gone to the playoffs three years in a row and you've lost the previous two semifinal games. I mean, it's just mentally sometimes in this game, uh, there is that doubt of like, you know, can we, can we actually do it? And then you see the Alabama logo on the Jersey across from you and, uh, they didn't flinch. So good for them. No, absolutely. Moving to the other game. Listen, you say what you want about this Washington team and they are not going to blow anybody out. This team, loves to win one score football games they are going to let you hang around in the football game that is what Washington does but um dang are they fun to watch man this has been my one of my favorite teams to watch all year long Michael Penix Roma Dunze Jalen Polk Jalen McMillan like these guys are so much fun to watch mm -hmm. when that offense is is going and humming. Penix made some throws tonight that I don't think I've ever seen before. I mean, I'm mm -hmm. just talking about, like, put it on. And Adunze is the perfect route runner. He makes every catch. Um, I, I swear he threw the ball through the head of a Texas <laughs> defender multiple times yes. at, into the arms of Roma Adunze. Uh, this Washington football team is so much fun and you're to the point now, John, where mm -hmm. why not? Why couldn't they just win the national championship? 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, absolutely. Why not? They, they, they have all of the makings that you need to win a national championship, especially when you're going to go up against Michigan, right? Like Michigan, what I love is that this is a game that is going to be good on good. Washington's offense on Michigan's defense, Man. right? Can you? Can, because because Washington's defense and Michigan's offense are not the strengths of their teams. Yeah, Washington so, like the 120th rated pass defense in the country. Michigan can't throw the ball period no no it is like it is not set up for either of those teams uh and and, but what but but man you look at Michigan you look at their front seven you look at their secondary you look at how physical they play how they get after the quarterback um and then you look at Michael Penix and Adunze and those guys like the 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 way that they how quickly Penix gets the ball out Adunze getting separation like I am so uh, excited, and honestly, I'm 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 glad that this is the two teams that we get to see. Because set aside, I know set aside the cheating scandal. I know you know people can't, but if you have these, if you have this four these four teams in the playoffs, right, and you have Washington playing Texas in the first round, these are the two teams that you want to see play for a national championship. If you're really getting to the heart of like, all right who's the best team in college football this year? These are the two um, out of the four that were selected that that I think most people would look at and say, yep, I want to see what happens when those two lock lock up. And we're I mean, going to get to see it. Yeah, They're the only two teams in college football that don't have a loss. So it feels Correct. right that they <laughs> would play for the it national feels, championship. It feels right. Um, and coming into the game, they coming into today, they were the only teams in college football that didn't have a loss after Florida State took the L um on Saturday but uh all right let's before we get out of here let's give an early you reserve the right to change your mind it is it is Monday night um and so we are a full week away Mm -hmm. but give me a give me an early pick John God I don't know how you I don't know how you don't go with Washington I don't know how you don't I don't I personally I don't know how you look at this Washington team and you look at what they did against a a Texas team who has an equally physical and athletic defensive front that they're going to play against Michigan. That's no joke. That Texas defense. That Texas front. defense front is so good. I think Michigan has a better secondary than what Texas yep. has. Yep. But I don't know how you look at Washington and don't and don't think that those guys are going to score thirty points in this game and look at Michigan and, and try to figure out how they're going to score Ow. thirty. I don't. I don't see it. I, I see Washington. Uh, Washington just being able to outscore them. It's that Michigan secondary that I think is the key because mm-hmm. Michigan, yes, they're physical up front. Yes, mm-hmm. they are stout on the offensive and defensive lines. But the Michigan secondary is legit. They are very, very good. They shut down Ohio State's wide receivers, who, by the way, are pretty adequate. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this won't be their first test. Now, this I think Washington's wide receiver core is the best in all of college football. I think Roma Dunze is the best wide receiver in all of college football, and I've been pretty clear about that all year. But it's not like this Michigan secondary is untested, Mm-mm. and it's not like they're untested against ver- multiple very good playmaking wide receivers. Now, Ohio State certainly does not have the quarterback play that Washington has. Yeah, But um, – I think the Michigan secondary will be able to hold up enough. Mm-hmm. I think that this game is going to come down to a late fourth quarter drive where Washington mm-hmm. will have the ball down with a chance to win. 
and I think Michigan's going to get the stop. I don't know what the yeah. final score is going to be, but I think yeah. something in the mid-20s, you know, 28, 24, something like that. And I think I, I just see it coming down to the end. Mm-hmm. That's the only kind of football that Washington ever plays, and so I think that'll be the case in this game as well. And so, and yeah. and I see him with the ball in their hands, and I think the Michigan, I think the Michigan defense gets it done. So I'm going to go Michigan in a close one, but uh, it's going to be a great national championship. Uh, we'll have more national championship coverage, and we got a ton of college basketball stuff, as I said, coming your way. Subscribe if you haven't already. He is John. I am Daniel, and we will see you guys next time. 